All right, here we are for episode 27, 27. of the Gone Trippin' Podcast. Pow, pow, pow. Uh, apologize for being gone for a little bit. Yeah. Had a baby that joined us, little <laughs> Ike. And uh, so we've been uh, dealing with that. But uh, we are a little behind on our winners for the uh, Instagram Oh yeah, uh, picture our big old competition. So, yeah, first we had our national park highlights. Uh, and uh, uh, pictures, and our winner was at SP Photo, E-S-P-Y Photo, uh, with their picture. Very cool picture. looks like El Capitan. Um, And then uh, runner-up was Mike Metcalf, too, uh, and he has a beautiful picture of uh, Little Grand Canyon in Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Very cool. And then we have some, you can go and check out... uh, Episode 27 on the Gone Turban Podcast, this one here, and see uh, some others who are highlighted in there as well. And then from uh, this week's, uh, the beach uh, pictures, um, uh, beach day pictures, and our winner is Noni BL5, and runner-up is uh, Todd McGilvray, uh, at Todd McGilvray, and uh, congratulations to you guys and your winners. Thanks for joining us in our in our photo contests, uh, you can also go and check out uh, episode 27 well to see you know, the highlights of those th- uh, others who were highlighted in the beach yeah, day absolutely. pictures. Some, Some really cool photos. pictures, awesome absolutely. photos. But uh, yeah, so congrats to you guys. Uh, make sure you check into Instagram, see what's going on there. Yeah. Uh, also go to our website, gontrippinpodcast.com to... Uh, learn more of the things that are going on there. Yeah. Thank um, you, everybody, for who uh, participated. Yeah. Awesome, you guys. Yeah. Love um, the support. Yeah, for sure. And then make sure you listen to the episodes. Uh, like <laughs> cool stuff like this. You might hear your name be t- you know called out. Yeah. Instagram uh, hollered out at. We'll, uh, so. we'll try to get better about announcing them yes. on the podcast as well. well yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's been crazy. This dang baby. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so here we are uh, tonight. Today's episode, yeah. episode 27, we have... Uh, Leanne Mellum of Norsk Hustfest. Hustfest. Norsk yes. Hustfest in Minot, North Dakota. And you can uh, continue listening to this episode for us to painstakingly learn how to pronounce that. Exactly. <laughs> and before we head over to her, we just have to talk about Solicity Cloud. Yeah, SolicityCloud.com. That is our sponsor for this episode. They are a web solutions company basically they're going to make your website they're going to know exactly how to increase your customers they know you know oh if you put the button on this side it does better if you'd put on that side it does worse this color's better this just the science behind websites so if you're looking for increased customers more clicks uh or just a better looking website yeah go to solicitycloud.com you can see what they've done with ours there gone tripping podcast.com yeah they They did did a great job with love yes (laughs) always with love awesome well enjoy the episode All right. Gone Trippin' Podcast. Gone Trippin' Podcast. Back at it. Back at it. Uh, Back on the Those road. who have not heard. Yes. Uh, my boy came. My yeah. baby. Yes. And so uh, my wife's water broke uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks ago now. Yeah. Almost three weeks now. Almost. Um, right, be- right before an episode. Yeah. Right before <laughs> an episode. Uh, and uh, we ran to the hospital. Everything went really well. Yeah. Uh, he's here. Ike. <laughs> Ike, we call him. Right. And uh, he's here. And so we've just uh, been recuperating, enjoying a lot of stuff. And, and now we're back at it. 
I appreciate uh, your patience, Cameron. Oh, oh of course. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate so. the patience of the listeners. Yeah, I know. Who've been dutifully sure. still listening. Exactly. So Going back to old ones because they missed us so much. I know, right? <laughs> That's exactly what was happening. So, yeah. But uh, we, we, we're, we're starting out with a bang. I, yeah. I um, have been uh, reaching out to these guys because uh, I, I, I came across it and uh, I was like, this is really cool. I yeah. want to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, definitely yeah. outside of anybody that we've talked to so far. I mean, this is super unique. Yes. For what we've done. Super, super duper. Unique. I'm excited. Yeah. So Particularly. Here, here we have with us today our guest, Leanne Mellum. Uh, she's the marketing director of what was it called? Oh, uh, Host Fest. <laughs> Host Fest. Host Norsk. Fest. Norsk Hust Fest out of Minot, North Dakota. Uh, for the record, listeners, it's spelled H-O-S-T. Yes. <laughs> Leanne, how are you doing today? Doing good. Fantastic. Doing very good today. And for the record, it's actually H-O with a slash through it. That's now. true. That's true. Uh, some WordPressers don't like it, yeah. uh, but we did manage to get it in one of the comments back here. Yes. <laughs> I particularly like the O like that. Yeah. I think we should just write it like that no matter what. Well, and, and Leanne, you told me uh, yesterday when we were talking, uh, how, how is that pronounced? So, and, and what's the, what's the meaning? Well, in the Norwegian language, um, there's a lot of symbols that are utilized. And so one of those is an O with a slash through it. Well, when you see that symbol of the O with the slash through it, it's actually not an O sound at all. It's an uh sound. So think of the name Herb. It would have the exact same uh in that, in that phrase. Oh. So when you look at the Norsk, hus is an uh sound to it interesting Instead of host fest actually if you say host fest it means coughing festival and we don't want to be a coughing festival. <laughs> i see wow <laughs> wow yeah and and host if i remember correctly is fall is that correct in norwegian yes that's correct so the h the o with the slash through it st host means actually um it's norwegian for fall so we have hust and then fest, which the fest is for a festival. So we have fall festival. Nice. And then Norsk is the first part of the festival. What's, is that just the word or is that kind of a encompassing of all Scandinavian countries? Well, it should be Norse with an E at the mm, end of it yeah. um, to actually represent what we are because we are a Scandinavian festival. However, when it first started in 1978, they did it as Norsk because Norsk is very much into Norway. Okay. And so it actually means Norwegian Fall Festival. Well, then as it grew, we started and taking in all of Scandinavia because up in North Dakota, we have a lot of Norwegians and Danes mm. and Swedes. Um, we have a Finnish group and also an Icelandic group. So we actually broadened it to be a, a Scandinavian festival. And actually we have grown to become the largest Scandinavian festival in all of North America. Oh, that is extremely impressive. Well, and I was going to say the, uh, the man who started this all, if I remember doing some, uh, when I was reading some research about it like, uh, a week or two ago, uh, he must be, he must have Norwegian, uh, ancestry. Is that why towards the Norwegian side first or 
Yes. Um, we were founded by Chester Wrighton, who was our mayor at the time, and him and a group in town got together and decided they wanted to do kind of a fall festival that kind of just had a little bit of Norwegian flair to it. He actually didn't know anything about his heritage until his grandfather passed away. And then he had noticed all of these letters written in Norwegian and he couldn't understand a single word of it. <laughs> and so he almost made it his personal mission to find out, you know, what his past was about. And in discovering that about himself, he decided it needed to be something celebrated um, in in Minot. And then little did he know it would grow to be a whole entire United States, Canada and Scandinavian event. Um, in his course of searching for all this, he was actually created a huge bridge across the ocean um, where we actually have a sister city of Shan that's in Norway. Um, that's our sister city. And every year they send delegations over to the festival to try to support us to make sure that commerce is coming into North Dakota and he's also actually was able to meet the king of Norway. Oh, that's awesome. He had the princesses come over. The crown princess has come over twice wow. um, to the <laughs> festival itself. That is so cool. I, wow. You know, so I, I don't know why I've always had this little connection with Norway. Mm. Uh, we, we got to choose uh, uh, when I was probably in fifth grade. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, pen pals and what, mm. what country we want to have a pen pal from. And for some reason fifth grade i was like norway <laughs> yeah you just had and, that yeah, yeah and uh and so yeah so i had a pen pal from norway um and then uh for a year i think i got like two or three letters back right um, but that was a lot of fun and then um uh, i spent some time in iowa and uh there in northern iowa there was a huge uh swedish and norwegian culture uh up there in um uh decora iowa mm. where i spent some time um, and, uh, got to learn some cool stuff. So when I came across this, uh, I thought it was really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, so you guys, uh, one of the other things that caught my, my eye when I was looking at this, um, is, well, first one, it's North Dakota, uh, <laughs> North Dakota. Uh, when you think, when I think of North Dakota, I think of Teddy Roosevelt. Um, oh. he loved North Dakota. Well, that's uh, very historical of you. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, he actually owned like a lot of land in North Dakota and spent a lot of time in North Dakota. Um, but, uh, but outside of that, it's just kind of, uh, I know there's the movie Fargo. Oh yeah. Uh, that I've never seen. I just know that I get oh, some awards back you haven't when seen I was it, huh? in junior high or whatever. I've seen it. <laughs> um, and, uh, Bismarck, <laughs> which I would just assume uh, is where the Bismarck donut came from, but I'm probably completely wrong on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you're definitely wrong. wrong. Okay, so yeah. I'm completely wrong. But uh, I'm thinking that's probably from like German Germany. Like I don't Bismarck? know. It's it's got like a filling inside of it. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right on that one. Yeah, so it does have be. Scandinavian to it. So yeah, kind yeah, which, of. Yeah. yeah. So maybe Bismarck was settled by Scandinavians. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so a lot of people don't really think you know North Dakota. I'm going to go travel to North Dakota. Uh, this is definitely something I would travel to North Dakota for. Absolutely, um, it sounds like a lot of people do too. I mean, royalty does. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's a it's a an event that has a lot of cool things. Um, I mean, right off the bat, they have Michael Bolton there this year. 
that would do. I was super excited about Michael coming. Yeah, no, that that's super awesome. Uh, does he have Scandinavian ancestry? Is that uh, or does uh, that or does that is that a requirement to come and participate? Oh, that's a good question. That is not a requirement to participate at the festival. Um, we always love it when people are of Scandinavian heritage, but ultimately it's a cultural event. Yeah. And so any culture can come and experience Scandinavia. Awesome. Um, well, as far as your performers, though, is that kind of what you guys go to find is or do, do you guys? No, we just try to get a, a nice lineup for our great hall of entertainment. Okay. So basically how we have the festival itself is we take over the entire North Dakota State Fair Center. And we are actually the second largest event to the state fair. And we take over the state fair center and we tunnel um, different basically hallways to other buildings so that we're all encompassed underneath one roof. And so as you're walking wow. through the festival, you don't even realize you're really going outside because we have these hallways and tunnels that go from building to building. Oh, wow. that's so cool. Yeah. The fire marshal it took us a while to figure out how yeah. to exactly get this done so that way they could <laughs> still do their job. That was my next question. Yeah. An emergency. Cameron's obsessed with fire marshals. I hear him bring up stuff like that all the time. Well, like, especially when it's fire big marshal events. would be disappointed with that. <laughs> <laughs> at big events. Uh, there's been so many big events that get shut down by fire marshal because uh, somebody didn't like check up on something. So it's always yeah. something I try to think of. Yeah. Um, and I, I hate to interrupt, but I have two things that I want oh. to interrupt with. Well, Number <laughs> Chiefly is uh, that the Bismarck Donut was, in fact, named after Otto von Bismarck. Of Germany. And, of yes, Germany. Yes. And number two, we got to do our drink of the day, buddy. It's drink of the day. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> we almost forgot about it. I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, so today our drink of the day. We're so excited. Is hibiscus berry cream soda, uh, naturally flavored with cane sugar, um, which I know is a big fan. Oh. Oh, yeah. Good thing they are. Cameron's. Yes. Twist off. Oh, man. It's been a while since we've had a bottle. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We had kind of a Gatorade kick, too, because we were... Oh, yes. Absolutely. Cheers. Can we do the... Cheers. Boom. There we go. We had a lot of uh, healthy drinks for a while because we were talking to nothing but hikers and and uh, people like outdoors, that. Yeah, yeah. Outdoorsy people. So I'm glad to get back to festivals and yeah, events. Yeah. Well, we did have <laughs> our uh, airboats. <laughs> and... That's true. That was sprinkled in green. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. That that's is very tasty. That is very tasty. I usually am not a fan of cream soda as much, but that is... Uh, it's uh, very much fruity with a yeah. little bit of cream soda. Um, Are you a hibiscus berry fan? <laughs> no, not real. I'm not into cream sodas. Well, Me neither. I, I, I'm confused. I thought hibiscus was a flower, so is this being his hibiscus flower? Yes. I see Pretty the pictures yes. right next to it, I think. The hibiscus flower and then berry. This might be my first experience tasting hibiscus. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. I didn't know what I expected. It's much more grapey yeah, than I expected uh, it to be. It does have a flowery kind of flavor to it. Mm -hmm. um, when you like the smell of flowers, translation into taste definitely has. Absolutely. A, yeah. Absolutely. When, and when we were talking, um, <laughs> you know, I was asking about uh, Scandinavian drinks and you brought up glog. Yeah. Oh yeah, and couldn't uh, find that. Yeah, couldn't find that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, but I, I wanted to make sure we had a Scandinavian flavor, so uh, I picked up some Danish butter cookies. Oh yeah, straight like straight Blush. from Denmark. Oh, the, so the funny thing about these, um, and yeah. I actually found that uh, I think I might have said I don't have any Danish uh, ancestry in me, but I actually found out 
uh, within the last couple of years that I do have 23 um, and me. <laughs> no, actually, <laughs> uh, uh, ancestry.com. Mm. Um, and, uh, future sponsor maybe, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, ancestry.com, uh, found out that, uh, like I have a great, great, uh, grandmother that was from Denmark. Oh, and which explain why I, uh, can't open that tin, can't open this tin, <laughs> um, but also <laughs> why I love these cookies so much. I was, when I was a kid, I would ask for these for Christmas. I'd ask for a tin oh, yeah. of these cookies. And so every Christmas, uh, Santa Claus would drop off a tin of these cookies and, uh, I would wait. I, Santa gave you cookies. Yeah, that's not how know, it's supposed to go, right? <laughs> so he gave me a tin of these cookies, and I would have this tin under my bed. And like ten o'clock at night, I get the munchies, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you'd so have in, your Danish cookies. Yeah, I'd reach underneath my bed and pull out these Danish butter cookies. Uh, and have you ever had the Danish butter cookies? Absolutely. Oh, my absolutely, goodness. fantastic. Oh, they're my favorite, and the pretzel shaped one. Mm. I don't know if it's because it's pretzel shaped. Mm-hmm. Or what? But it's my favorite one. So, uh, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, pass it over to you. Uh, um, so you can have one in spirit. I'll let you see it, Leanne. <laughs> my my biggest experience with these cookies is actually just the tin being left over and used to hold yarn and other such things Money. around <laughs> my grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, super good cookies. You liking it? In case you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, and at, uh, host fest, host, 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 okay. Yeah. That's not usually like you're saying a hoof, but then host, host. Okay. So it's kind of like two O's. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, what, what kind of food? I mean, is it all sorts? Do you guys like specifically That's interesting try to... You're asking about the food question here. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> We're mixing my it department. up. It's, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any vegetarian options? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Very few. Very few and far between. <laughs> A lot of great things come out of Scandinavia when it comes to food. Actually, Nordic cuisine is very hot right now mm. in the United States. Um, you're going to see Nordic restaurants popping up everywhere. But it's very clean, very healthy. Um, a lot of fish, you know. You have a lot of cod and salmon. Um, but of course, then you have the great stuff like the cookies, <laughs> and you have your danishes and um, your almond breads. It's very, very good food. And when you come to the festival, I swear I must gain five pounds that in those four <laughs> days because of the bread puddings and rice pudding, <laughs> all the good stuff that you just. Usually most people only see it at Christmas time. But hmm. of course, the one food that most people probably associate with Scandinavia, and especially with Norway, is lutefisk. Oh, what's and that? So it's, it's basically cod. And back in the day, they would take it and they would dry it. And so it was part of the preservation period. And they would sit and they would dry the cod. Well, when it came time to eat the cod, you'd have to rehydrate it. And so basically, a lot of people just say it is jello fish with a lot of butter on it at the end of it. (laughs) I have yet to be daring enough to try it. Um, I didn't grow up with it in the household. I am Danish, so that's my excuse. (laughs) I just, I rather avoid it. However, at the festival, a lot of people eat it. 
So well, wow. Yeah, so you're gonna say seafood, fish. It's not my my cup of tea. Oh yeah. No. Mm. Um. So I'd be hard. I'd be hard pressed to try that. I think. Um. You, what other is, is it? Just fish? Is that kind of the diet for Scandinavians, or is there some beef in there? There, there is some meat. Um, a lot of reindeer meat and reindeer. that type of stuff is. <laughs> back in the, yeah, reindeer are actually all from Scandinavia. Yeah, um, uh, Cameron so just basically- Cameron just learned that uh, reindeer are real. So <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I recently told a story yeah. where I told Bren here where. I I mean, growing up, you hear about reindeer, and it's only in relation to Santa Claus. It's all about, like, his <laughs> reindeer. So I thought the reindeer were, like, mythical, like, flying creatures. It was just, like, a, a griffin or uh, a phoenix. You know, it wasn't real. And then I was, I think I was, uh, I was in class or something. And this was, uh, I was in middle school or something. Uh, last year? Yeah, right now. <laughs> I was in class, and uh, I want to say eighth grade. And my teacher was talking about reindeer, and the whole time I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, the mythical flying creature that, you know, <laughs> leads the sleigh. And then she showed a picture, and I was, like, my my world was shattered. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting her to come up with a photographic evidence. That- <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and so you're saying that, that they uh, came from Scandinavia. Yeah, they're very prominent up in that area. Um and so they're kind of like oxen in a way because you can pull sleighs with them. So Santa Claus very much can be real, you guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, they do up and, you know, they work them, they herd them, uh, and, of course, eat them. But then over there you also have other type of, you know, all of the other meats, ducks and, you know, your cows, all that type of stuff. But primarily it's a f- fish is pretty big staple in diets interesting there. i did not know that at all i mean i did it makes, not know I mean, people eat reindeer that well i mean i assumed but i guess not like enough where it would be like specifically serving at this like festival yeah yeah no and i mean i i've heard of reindeer coming uh uh up in the alaska region um and, sure. and that kind of stuff but like i've never heard of a reindeer yeah we hunt. usually get more <laughs> moose on this side of the the yeah, world yeah not yeah. so much the reindeer it's a gamey flavor just like elk would be mm. okay yeah see, elk elk is big in idaho mm. so yeah no um the so do they have do they have reindeer at the uh at the event or do they pretty much stick to the fish when it comes to uh meat we have had reindeer meat before on our menus um so one of the more unique things that we do at our festival so not only do we have you know, our entertainment and our food vendors, and we actually have vendors that come through and sell Nordic merchandise. But we also have a restaurant called Antutre, which means one, two, three in Norwegian. It just sounds really cool. And we fly from Norway who come over and they put on this fine dining experience. Is very limited seating. We only serve 90 people. Wow. Um, every day in that setting. But then we do a fine dining lunch too, which can serve twice as many, but it sells out every year. Wow. And one year they do, um, they did reindeer in as part of their six, six course dinner. That's <laughs> so cool. Have you guys ever had a reindeer petting zoo? We have had a reindeer That's come so awesome. and be part of it. Um, we've had the fjord horses and Icelandic ponies come. So we tried to really encompass and get, you know, some of that stuff here that is entertaining but fun to look at and 
you know, learn a little bit more about the animals too. When I was talking to Cam about uh, you coming on and, and the festival, uh, one of the first questions he had was, is there LARPing? That's true. And uh, I, the first picture you see when you go to the website. It's like two uh, really cool looking dudes. Postfest.com. Is you see yeah, a couple of guys dressed up uh, in Scandinavian Viking uh, attire. Regalia. Yeah, and, and they're going at it. So I assume there's some LARPing going on. Yes, there is. Ha. We put on a large Viking village. It's a reenactment village where you can learn about the Vikings. Um, the typical historical, we'll, we'll use that historical loosely, <laughs> is that the people who wrote about the Vikings were the English. Well, the English were the ones being invaded by the Vikings, so they're only going to write the negativity of them, that they're bloodthirsty, Barbarians. mean people <laughs> coming in. But they were very innovative. Mm, um, absolutely. The Vikings were no more different than you and I. It's just that they had to travel more and conquer land. But they were very excellent farmers. Um, they, I mean, they did more... They were more family style. Women held a lot of power in the Viking environment. Oh, yeah. So while the men were going off and just discovering new land and doing what they do best, um, there was a lot of women who went along with them and fought alongside with the males. They weren't just left at home all the time just to be the meek female. They weren't. Viking women are huge warriors of their time, mm. but they're also um, the head of the households too. They were equals with their partners. So it's really cool when you look wow. into the Vikings themselves of how modern they are and how much they respected each other because if one of the counterparts had to leave, the female had to be able to run the household, be able to keep the crops going, the money coming in, things like that, um, keep commerce happening. <laughs> so at the village, we actually have the reenactments. Um, we have Vikings in full approved gear because they have actually quite a few areas in the United States and internationally that monitor if you're going to be a reenactment Viking that you have to be time area era approved <laughs> and have the correct stuff. So that way that you're as authentic as possible mm. and we've uh we've talked to reenactor before actually yeah we did a civil war reenactment yeah uh, just episode uh, 19 yes uh highly recommended that episode yeah we went to the 155th uh, anniversary mm -hmm. of gettysburg and met with uh john green yeah they had a uh, uh, similar needs to stay it, area appropriate uh, yeah everything is very much they have actually people that go around and if you're you know if you're not uh if you're playing on your cell phone uh, doing things like that, like they will kick you out. <laughs> yep, that's part of with us too. Is that you know you have to try to hide anything modern. Yeah. Uh, because when you go through it, you want to be taken back into time. One of the things people don't realize is that the Vikings do not have horns on their helmets. Um, this was just something made up by the English to make the Vikings seem more scary. Uh. Basically, when you think of them coming in coming on but it didn't make sense really when you think about it from a battle standpoint but a viking with a helmet on and you have these horns out of the head um if you had a so 
and it would it would throw the Viking off balance, enabling him to actually be able to battle. Oh. So, in in all the digs, in all the archaeological, when they're looking at the Vikings, they have never once found a helmet with horns on it. <laughs> so that's wow. what my question would be. That's is, so prevalent too that misnomer. Yeah. So like, I mean, you look at the Minnesota Vikings. Um, uh, the NFL football team, their logo. Yeah. So, did they make up the braids too? Like, it's kind of like, oh, those sissies, they got braids. Or was that really part of, you know, Scandinavian culture? Was men with these huge long braids? They had very long hair, but another misconception is that everyone thinks Vikings were blondes. <laughs> oh, they true. They're actually more redhead. And brunette than blondes. Now huh. there were blondes in with the Vikings, and they were actually very highly revered. Um, people wanted the blonde hair, mm. so a lot of the Vikings actually took to dyeing their hair also, so that way they would look blonde. <laughs> wow, they were kind of. I mean, you, you like you said, they're always known as like barbarians and stuff. But from everything I hear, that's like, oh yeah, that's actually not true. They were pretty much like the biggest divas of the time period. And like apparently, um, you know, they were one of the first cultures to really get into bathing regularly, you know. And you think of Vikings and they're like these barbarians, like ripping people in half with their hands. But they were actually like these really. I mean, they were the actually the first ones to find America. The Americas. Yeah. Well, that's the interesting thing. You look at these cultures out there and and, uh, a lot of history. You talk about Spain and European uh, voyaging and right. exploration. Yeah, um, Lee Erikson was all over that. Way, yeah, way well, before that. Well, you got the Scandinavians and you got uh, the Polynesians. Mm. I mean, that's all they did was travel land to land. True. Uh, Absolutely. And um, they're finding that more and more evidence of both cultures hitting different parts of North America yeah. and South America. Uh, before anybody from Europe did. Yeah, Lee Erikson was what the 11th century, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was the first one to discover the Americas. Yeah, as far as we can, yeah, uh, apparently he died in 1020. So yeah, 1100. That's, that's crazy. Well, and the boats. I mean, they weren't they weren't full on boats, and they were very smart because they just basically followed the land masses. Yeah, going right. down, You know, and it yeah. almost you know. The, yeah. Sorry, flat earthers. The Earth is round. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so they just kind of followed where and where, at the tops. And, and uh, you know, you get to that eastern Canadian uh, region, <clears throat> Prince Edward Island and all those, mm. uh, uh, Nova Scotia. Uh, and it's just amazing if you look at the distance they traveled. I know. Uh, you got to have some stones to be like, oh, we'll go a little bit further. We don't know what's gonna, what we're going to find. Yeah, I, I cannot imagine what that would have been like back in the day. Like yeah. just sailing into the horizon, hoping you'll hit land before you run out of food. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, it's, it's, it's pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. And, we, and we talked about this a little bit uh, with... You know, the Midwest has a lot of uh, Scandinavian culture uh, throughout uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, Iowa. What drew uh, people from that area to the Midwest? You know, I think a lot of it when they came across the ocean and they landed, um, I think there there just was pockets that started to grow. And I think it was similarity in basically the environment to home. Um, there's a lot of, 
and I'm over here. And once you got one pocket started to grow, everyone kind of knew that's where to go. Like I think of my great grandmother, she was, um, she was put on a boat when she was 18 years old by herself leaving Denmark. My great, great, great grandfather was high up, um, in the Danish government and he knew world war one was coming. And so he took, uh, my great grandmother, put her on a boat and sent her over. Well, she landed in the U S not knowing anyone, but she knew that people from her area had made it to North Dakota in the church's ferry area. So she got, uh, she made her way across the United States to get over to the church's ferry other <laughs> area where she knew other Danish people were. Wow. That's insane. I can't even like that goes back to what we were just talking about. Like, uh, well, I heard rumors that there were people like that speak my language and that are going to be able to, you know, help me out in this general direction. Right. <laughs> just walking. I can't, well, yeah. It's so unfathomable to me. And and if and just get from a gathering, talking to different people and that kind of stuff. Like we know Iceland. Iceland was the smallest country to mm. make the World Cup. Yeah. Um, and. Not inside, because you're like, oh, but well, they're smaller countries. No, no, they were the smallest in population. Yeah. There's only like, and in, in, I'll get fixed on this, but I think it's only like 300,000 or 600,000 people in Iceland. I know. They uh, have <laughs> such an issue of like um, families uh, like mixing, like accidentally. Mm. Like, so they have an app to make sure that you're not like dating Related. your cousin. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, they have such an issue of like population there. And I and and so like even like you know those those areas if you ever been to uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, Iowa, uh, mm-hmm. Wisconsin, everything is very. Yeah. I mean, they have their populated cities now. Like Minneapolis is huge, but everything else is like very small. And I, I wonder if that's kind of part of their their exploring uh, back in the day was oh we got too many people. Let's go set up a new settlement. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> we don't want to, you know, and and they never had so many. Well, yeah, without, I mean, without sewage and yeah. stuff like that, you start to really feel that amount of people. You know, <laughs> I, I, you. I, I'm guessing they probably felt some comfort, you know, going to places like North Dakota and Minnesota at the time, right. very farm, uh, village type places. Spread out. Well, and you have to remember, we had the Homestead Act happening during that time frame, too, so... If you kept going further, in the further west you kept going, you had opportunity to get land to own for yourself. Right. So why stay in a city um, and just can go get actual land? Yeah. And that's like the craziest thing. Oh, by the way, uh, EJ coming in, you nailed Iceland's population, by the way. Uh, 334,000 approximately. 252. Well, they, they're very I feel specific. good about that, but... Minneapolis only has four hundred thirteen thousand. I mean, still more. I mean, yeah, but that's not that many. Like, I was thinking, isn't like a million? <laughs> yeah, we've been surprised by the big city Detroit. population. Yeah, Detroit. It surprised me. It's like only seven hundred. Yeah, I was shocked seven, to find out there were less than a million people in Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. Um. So, um, let's. I'm. I'm. I'm walking up to this festival for the first time. What's. What do you suggest first timers do before they do anything else? Because it sounds like it would be pretty overwhelming. It is overwhelming, to say the <laughs> Which least. Which is a good thing for because a festival. if you don't know where you're going or what there is to do, 
Um, you can very easily get lost in the sea and be like, I have no idea what's going on here. <laughs> so one of the first things that we tell people is, number one, are you going to be taking in a show? Um, one of our main stage headline entertainment, whether it's the Beach Boys, Alabama, um, Michael Bolton we mentioned. Or if you're going to be taking in one of those, that's the first thing you need to figure out. Because when you buy a show with us, we give you free general admission for that day to come in. So let's say you're going to Darcy Lynn on Saturday. Uh, we give you general admission. So you oh. can come in at 730 and eat breakfast with us. Um, try some skin, some Swedish pancakes, things like that. And then our side stage entertainment. So we have a bunch of, once you're inside the festival, we have a bunch of stages in all of our various halls that just perform. So you can take oh. in a lot of those entertainers. And that's where we actually highlight some of our Scandinavian entertainers that come over, such as OJ Hansen, and um, we have the Bachelor Norwegian Farmers coming from Norway. <laughs> so we have a lot of those that as many Scandinavian performers over as possible, and we highlight them on our free stages. Nice. But then we have classics like, you know, Molly B, who is on RFD TV, and <laughs> uh Williams and Ree, who are great comedians up in the Midwest that travel all over. So nice. they're part of our side stage entertainment yeah. that kind of perform. But it all depends on what you want to do. Hmm. Most people want to come and eat. Yeah. So once you start going through the halls, just start familiarizing yourself with the different types of food available to you. Because even if you tried to eat your way through the festival... You couldn't do it. There is just so much food inside the festival to eat. Well, that's a good problem um, to have. Yeah. <laughs> well, and going back to your entertainment, um, I was going through like some of the free stuff you guys had for entertainment. Yeah, which, I mean, a lot. There's a lot of free <laughs> yeah. things available at this well, festival. Well, and there was one, uh, True the Storyteller. Oh. Yes. Tell me about him. Hard. So, yeah, tell me about him. So, my, my, I, my middle name is True. Uh, it comes from my great-grandfather, whose name was True Garner. Uh, and I'm just curious, what's his story? He is a storyteller, okay. is what his story really is. <laughs> uh, he comes out of California, okay, and he just does folklore and storytelling, and he, this is our first time having him up to the festival, mm. so I can't actually say what he really does because I've never seen him in person, but from what I've seen online of him, he is one of the most entertaining comedic guys you'll probably meet, but he does it all while wearing his Viking outfit and trying to be as authentic as he can be too. I was going to say, he he looks Scandinavian, so he is Scandinavian? He is, Okay. I was going to say, the pictures, I was like, whoa, I think I'd go watch him. He looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, man. I believe we have Henrik both coming back. Um, He is actually a Danish magician juggler um, type act and this would be his third year coming to with us and he actually lives stateside now um okay. he has moved from denmark and come over here mm. but his performance has been on a lot of the night shows back in you know back in the day um in the early 90s and so he does a lot of juggling with plates on huh. sticks that He's oh, a that's fan classic. favorite of the kids, for sure. That's awesome. 
I guess, big adults that are kids. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's one of me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, um, what is it that gives Scandinavians the best beards? Because they have the best beards in the world by... I Co- mean, cold down. weather, right? It's right. Gotta it's got to be... It's got to be that. And, <laughs> and does shaving with a blade help? Just a, a knife? <laughs> it's got to help. I mean, because every single picture of these like Scandinavian guys... Yeah, right. The Every single picture you see the Scandinavian guys, they always have the fullest best beards these like thick mustaches that they yeah. get to style just with their hands well and, and yeah look at this guy yeah Do do, does guy? he look like he's scandinavian absolutely uh, he also looks kind of like santa claus we talked about santa claus earlier <laughs> True. now santa claus i believe comes from that region does he not well i would think so i would say i, he I believe he was saint nicholas I had to go find him. yeah i believe he was a norse uh a norse hmm. uh makes a lot of sense <laughs> yeah. he's got the beard for it well, he yeah. has the reindeer too. Yeah, the reindeer, right? And the reindeer, the reindeer, the reindeer. Yeah, Absolutely. we actually. And then you brought up ox. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, oxen. They, they, in where I, in town where I'm at, they were just doing an ox barbecue, <laughs> uh, and uh, I was like, "Is that any different than? Is that any different than cow?" I don't think so. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I've ever really ate ox, but oh, okay. I would assume it'd be just like an Angus yeah. beast. Oh, okay. Seems comparable. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Seems comparable. Comparable, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, so. uh, St. Nicholas is uh, from uh, modern day Turkey. So. Well, I think it was Kinda something close. else. Um, wasn't he scary? Santa mm-hmm. Claus? <laughs> oh, oh! I know you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name. There was a movie that came out. Yeah, oh, uh, Kr- Krampus, Krampus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Krampus. I can't remember if that Krampus. was German or if that was Scandinavian, but uh, the yeah. the Germans and Scandinavians always have the scariest kids' tales. <laughs> it's always like like Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And like it, every single story ends with like, and right. like yeah. There is a lot of creepiness with the four cool folklore yeah. that come out of Scandinavia. Absolutely. <laughs> it, it, cause well, he, the Brothers Grimm, aren't they from Denmark? Oh, they might be. I think I think so. I think you're right on that. Because um, it, it's always like, you know, kids' stories are supposed to be like just general lessons, like listen to your parents, you know, don't draw on the walls kind of stuff. But every single german scandinavian kids story that i hear from back in the day is always like he didn't listen and so we took his thumbs yeah and it's like what <laughs> so apparently the brothers Grimm are, are german right same uh, same basic yeah <laughs> <laughs> meanness to children yeah but uh in the woods and the troll eats you like right okay. exactly that's <laughs> always the punishment <laughs> it's, it's so final <laughs> And like, uh, you know, Iceland, uh, they, they leave their kids out in the winter, middle of winter. They'll leave them out, you know, just outside to toughen them up. I mean, talk about tough kids. I know. Right? <laughs> no wonder the English were so yeah, afraid they, of these guys. They, they take, if you have a infant or a toddler, um, like they have stroller parking outside the restaurant. So right. You can go in and eat while your kid stays parked outside. Right. Like they are That's insane. in actually in Norway too. Um, you know, t- when we're going with kids going into grade schools, like their first year of school isn't learning about arithmetic and all this type of stuff. They do a lot of outdoor activities with their kids. Mm. Like they spend a lot of time outdoors to keep them active That's and good. basically encourage good health. Where with us in the United States. We come and we sit them down behind a desk saying, you must study, you must study. Nope, 
only maybe one recess break. Well, <laughs> we're not doing anything beneficial to our to our kids nowadays. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sure that leads to a few extra um, ADHD and ADD um, diagnoses when as we, well. When we moved out here, that was the toughest thing for our eight-year-old. Was that uh, in the back in Idaho they had two recesses and then lunch recess. What? And out here they have one recess. At oh, she's lunch. lucky she gets that. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and she was pretty bummed about it. Yeah, East Coast is weird about that stuff in particular. Yeah, but uh, well, so one of the things, um, you know, going back to North Dakota. Uh, and visiting North, North Dakota, mm. uh, like I said, this is this is a, a destination um, to do, and it takes place uh, end of September every year. Is that correct? It's end of September, beginning of October. It okay. depends on where the last day of September falls. Okay. So wherever it falls in that final week, so let's say like this year, September is all the way in the exact same end of the week like there is no september on a random monday so mm, gotcha. we are fully september 26th through the 29th however as we progress forward you know the 29th 30 what there's 30 days in september so let's say the 30th falls on a monday then we'll be fully in october uh, gotcha. just where the last day of september kind of falls on that week okay, gotcha. very but, cool you know, we try to be right in the fall there before before the snow starts flying yeah <laughs> Very good. Well, so yeah, so this year uh, it's so September 26th through 29th in Minot, North Dakota. Uh, the uh, event you can go check out at hostfest, uh, H-O-S-T-F-E-S-T dot com. Uh, get all the information. Check out all the different details they have for the show. Yeah, uh, for the festival, they got a lot. Um, they got a lot going on. They got a lot can, going on. You could spend an afternoon on that website alone. Oh, exactly, <laughs> and uh, totally worth. Uh, you know, if you're anywhere within. Uh, two, three hours of, of my not North Dakota or even North Dakota period. Definitely. Uh, definitely something to look forward to and go to. Um, At least for the if, Beastie Boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and I was going to say, if you if you are, uh, you know, Ancestry's gotten pretty big right now. Mm. Um, there, uh, <clears throat> There's a show called Relative Race that I've been watching uh, where these couples will go and uh, basically – through ancestry.com they've been <laughs> they've been hooked up and you know i've been lucky to know and a lot of my cousins and that kind of stuff but it's interesting seeing these people going like i want to know where i'm from and so they're meeting their, like third cousins and second cousins um and finding out things they didn't even know about themselves and so uh i think heritage is really cool to go celebrate and so yeah. uh this is the scandinavian um, festival. Yeah. So if you have any uh, Scandinavian blood in you, or uh, any interest at all, I yeah. mean, if if you don't, if you're lacking in the ancestry, uh, <laughs> then I especially recommend doing something like this. You know, check out a, a totally different culture. Yeah. Go check it out. See what it's all about, uh, and and learn something new. But uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely. Uh, I'm excited that we had you on. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's the Beach Boys. Not oh, the Beach Boys. Bo- oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's so funny. I think yeah. I only heard you say, and I probably just misheard it. Yeah. I probably, I probably had a cookie in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, Danish, sure. Danish cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna get a lot yeah. of slack from our producer. I know, right? Appreciate you guys putting us on for sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. We always keep trying to let people know we're here. We have fifty. We. Pr- we plan for 55,000 people to attend our festival each year over the four-day event. Wow. That is insane. That is insane. That sounds they like... They come from everywhere. All 50 states we've 
had um, all parts of Canada, and even we get tours out of Scandinavia coming in for it. Very cool. That's nuts. Very cool. Well, before we let you go, Leanne, give us the five things you like to do year-round uh, in in North Dakota. Yeah. You know, for people, people need to know. Yeah. North, if, Dakota, North Dakota exists. If you want to go, if you're like me and you don't like, uh, you know, New York City doesn't excite me because there's so many people there. Mm. Um North yeah. Dakota, <laughs> sell it to me. I want to go to some place where there's not as many people, but there's a lot of things to do. Okay. So out of my top five, which are limiting me here, but that's okay. <laughs> I, can, I can edit myself. So number one, of course, would be North Coast Fest, just because I've never been to a festival at all like this. If you take me out of being the marketing person for it, I would still go to the festival because I still think it is a fantastic event and it's just Something just so unique that you just don't get anywhere. Yeah. My second favorite event to go to is the North Dakota State Fair. Now, I know it's probably not like the Minnesota State Fair or anything like that, but come on. It's a state fair. It is fun. (laughs) You have the animals. You have the concerts. You have the beer, the runway. I mean, it's, it's great with the fairways and all that type of stuff. So I love that. But now out of those, now if you want to truly unique North Dakota experience um, that's not North Coast Fest, I would actually go down to Medora. Medora is a fantastic area. It is right next to the Theodore Roosevelt National Park, which is a beautiful, beautiful park, um, that national park that is dedicated to Theodore Roosevelt, who had a love of North Dakotas. Yes. (laughs) And so I would... Totally go down there. Medora does their own LARPing reenactment of what it was like back in the day. So you get a step back into time when you go through there. It's almost like Deadwood, but North Dakota style. Yeah. Medora. Um, They do their musicals. They do their shows. A lot of beautiful horseback riding down there. It's just a great area to go see. Now, after that, um, when it comes to... Events, there is a lot of events all around, but one of the other most beautiful places that if you happen to get through is the Peace Gardens. Mm. That's up right by Dunseith. Now, the town itself really doesn't have much to do, but when you go through the Peace Gardens, that's actually a dedicated area set aside between Canada and the U.S., and it is just kind of the mark of peace between our two countries. It is a great area just to go see. And then you're up in the Metagoshi area by Botno. And that is a beautiful area up there. Um, they do have a little ski resort, which is not mountains by any means, but it's just it's a fun little nook and cranny in there huh. that most people don't <laughs> even think about. Very cool. And now I'm down to number five, which if you're just looking for events to see, um, if you're looking just for things to see and do and just kind of the culture of North Dakota, definitely go to Fargo. Fargo <laughs> is our largest city in the state, and it has um, just been fantastic shopping and things like that. But then you can easily drive to Bismarck, and that's our capital. And they have our um, basically our heritage center and things like that that kind of showcase all the dinosaurs, which they still do some of that over in um, Dickinson too, but it's just a nice, we had a lot of animals that used to come through here. So we have the woolly mammoths and the dinosaurs, ah, cool. all that type of stuff. So we have those on display down there along with bison, things like nice. that. 
You know, I, I'm going to tell wow. you something right now, and I, I was telling you this yesterday, Cameron. I think I want to go to North Dakota just for the accents. Um, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It reminds me of Bobby's World, uh, the cartoon back when I was a kid. Oh, you should totally uh, watch you know? Fargo, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, but you should turn it off about 30 minutes in. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to like it after that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Is it scary? Uh, it's more of a... It's more... Dem- it's like of, it's tense. The tense. whole movie is it's it. I would I guess I would classify it as horror because okay. there's like murder and stuff, especially the wood chipper scene. But <laughs> oh, wood chipper scene. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it's and gruesome. it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Um, but like the whole movie is just silent, basically. Oh, and really? Like the, it's just slow. It's just a slow <laughs> horror movie, and it's it's very unsettling. I highly yeah. recommend it to other listeners, but not to run. Yeah, you know, you know my style. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And they have the movie, but now they have the, the t- TV series, which is excellent. Oh, I haven't checked it out yet. Is it good? <laughs> you need to watch the TV series. Definitely watching article. it then. Great. <laughs> Definitely watching it. That's awesome. Definitely. <laughs> no, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, and, this uh, is great. Yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that, uh, hey, maybe, I don't think we'll make it this year, but maybe next year we'll yeah, uh, next year. set up for our own Hustfest visit um, and come out and see you guys. Yeah, you can sit set up and podcast straight from the festival. That oh, sounds like a plan. That sounds, sounds like a day. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, thank you so much, Leanne, for coming on. Yeah. Again, check out Hostfest, H-O-S-T-E-F-E-S-T dot com. <laughs> and uh, check out all the things they got going on. And uh, Yeah, trying to make it up there. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks for coming on again. Yep, thank you. Right, take care. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Or some Ooh. Beastie Boys. What am I gonna find? <laughs> yeah, probably the Beastie Boys now, right? Yeah. No, probably no, the Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's gotta be the Beach Boys. Yeah, well, so uh as you may have heard earlier, uh you, you referenced the Beastie Boys. Right. Um and right. uh so <laughs> my world is kinda blown right now. EJ was quick to, yeah, to, to correct get, me. Correct you on that. Thinking one. that I had just misheard it or yeah. misremembered yes but it turns out that i thought they were the same band this whole time <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was the same band and i you know and i always definitely i mean you guys brought it up like they're such different sounds and i always thought that but i thought that like you know getting into the 80s or something like that the beastie boys were like let's get into this rap thing everybody's so into it so i thought they kind of went away from the whole surfer bro oh, thing. oh that's hilarious into the rap thing uh, see i wasn't even listening i wasn't you really don't listening. question stuff like that yeah. when you think it's the same band you right? don't question that I they guess. sound differently i guess yeah. well i wasn't really listening to your guys' conversation until i heard you say who are the beach boys and i went what like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Right, Sheesh. and then you were like, "Oh, they did this song, this song, this song," and I was like, "Oh, I thought the Beastie Boys did that those songs." <laughs> so I, I just that is thought, awesome. The Beach, for the record, the Beach Boys is a very bad name for a band. It's just not a good name. I don't um, like it. It's, I think it's you're wrong. If you, if you understood fully what fully what they did back in the day, their whole thing was based on surfing in the beach. Totally, but that is, I mean, you yeah. Know, I don't grabbing know. your surfboard. I mean, that comes up in probably like eighty percent of their songs. So. I mean, it's it's not like I thought that like 
Eminem and Miley Cyrus are the same person. You know, yeah. that's like two completely different. But like, you also got to realize names, and you got to realize they're coming from like the fifties, late fifties, early sixties. Like they've been, they were around like a different era. Is that the you're talking about the Beach Boys? The Beach Boys, yeah. Beastie Boys came around like late eighties, right? But um, I mean, we're in that we're in that time period where like every single old band is still touring. Like, oh, it's yeah, the weirdest like, thing is going on nowadays. In the fifties, like going to the beach and yeah. like Woody Woody wagons and those kind of stuff. Yeah. Like that was the culture at the time so with beach boys yeah yeah today, I thought, if they had beach boys i thought getting really, into the 70s and 80s they just yeah. tried to <laughs> do a rap thing <laughs> and some of their songs were okay yeah well beach boys is a great name for the era that they were in sure for yeah sure. for the era i mean but, that's uh, what i'm saying but there's a lot of sketchy names out there do you remember lfo lfo oh yeah yeah, yeah. i never understood why they yeah lfo 98 degrees in sync black 182 and there were all these boy groups, and LFO is by far the worst. They had one one yeah. song that was really catchy, but I nobody knows what they're saying. It was almost like they could rhyme anything. Uh, <laughs> do you know which song I'm talking about? I think so, right? The, Isn't it? Like, I like girls really... who wear Abcrombie and Fitch. Yeah, Chinese yeah, food yeah. makes me sick. Yeah, like that's that. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. a that's a good one. The late funky ones. That's literally what LFO stood for. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so that's there's really a reason lame. why they weren't successful. That's really lame. But uh, maybe we have them on the show after that. Um, <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Just hope they don't uh, listen to this episode. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no. So that was that was some fun entertainment there. Thank you for that. Of course. And I'm Anytime. glad that uh, you know we could teach you something today uh, between EJ and I. Legitimately so, blown my mind. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And like, so uh, listeners probably don't know this, but uh, I uh, have hearing aids and I got them like pretty recently. I mean, only a year and a half ago. So there's a lot of weird things that I find that like, oh, Wait, I was hearing, hearing this. this. Forever. Yeah. So you probably chumba wumba, uh, yeah. pissing the night away. You probably thought it was kissing the night away too, right? <laughs> there's a lot of those like that. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> what's that? The example I always think of. Um, oh, uh, Mr. Brightside. Oh, yeah. So Mr. Brightside. For at least 10 years, I thought it was, I miss the bright side. Oh, gosh. Not, I'm Mr. Brightside. And there's, like, honestly, tons of examples like that in my oh. life. It's it's almost insane. Well, and at least you have an excuse. The rest of us, you True. know. Um, there's Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, I am I still, to this day, people tell me, like, no, that's not, it's douche. I'm like, no, it sounds like he's saying revved up like a douche. Oh, totally. That's and, totally and like, what it sounds like. like. You can't convince me otherwise. No, you can't either. Yeah. Um, but uh, my dad, my dad's my favorite example for my dad doing this is uh, it's that song like she loves Jesus oh, yeah. and America fallen. too. Yeah, free yeah. falling. That's right. Um, <laughs> my dad always thought it was cheese its. Oh gosh, which I and just cheese its too. And yeah, <laughs> she loves cheese its and America too. Like, why would you put those two things in a list together? Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's the, hey. Cheese it's if you're looking for a commercial idea. There you go. You just got one. From yeah, free falling. Cam's dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um that that was really cool. North Dakota. Uh really yeah. excited about I took back everything I said about North Dakota. Uh, yeah. Just which, kidding. Yeah, I never I don't talk about <laughs> I don't talk about no North Dakota. <laughs> uh but hey, we take hate mail. We like all mail. Yeah, so. any mail really. Yeah. Just means you're listening. Exactly. But uh <laughs> yeah, that, that was really interesting stuff and uh, I think we're gonna probably try to figure out how to make that happen next yeah, year. Yeah, I wanna go up Host, there. Host fest. I'm into, I'm into LARPing, especially when it's Vikings. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be even cooler. That's like Renaissance plus like reenactments. Well, and, and before we get to that, because I wanted to address that, um, but uh, 
real quick. So we had a, we've had a busy couple of weeks last mm, week, so mm-hmm. as people are probably wondering, oh, where's their episodes? Yeah. Um, but uh, I did have my baby, as I talked about at the beginning of the show, uh, and uh, he's been awesome. And uh, but also uh, Cameron uh, is coming oh. up on finishing his MBA this week. <sighs> yep. Hopefully, How right? Is that, right. I know. It's been so, a long time. I've been in school. Yeah. Like Twenty years. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think you're going to celebrate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Going, uh, taking a little trip of my own. It, it's more of the uh, typical tourist uh, kind of trip, but yeah. uh, going over to Disneyland in California. Hey, every Super Bowl MVP, that's where they go after they win the Super Bowl. Apparently, so. right? Yeah. I'm going so, to Disneyland. So, you got your MBA. I'm going to Disneyland. <laughs> yep. So, if you're cruising around Disneyland uh, next week, yeah, uh, make sure you look for Cam. Uh, yeah. And uh, he's not going to be hard to spot yeah i'll be looking for shade yes um, and grumbling about lines yeah exactly right <laughs> yep that's uh, exactly so, what i would be doing so i'm sure it'll be really easy <laughs> to pick out at disneyland <laughs> yeah maybe one of the days he'll rock his gone tripping shirt yeah so. oh definitely yeah definitely yeah but it's already uh, packed <laughs> <laughs> awesome and ej ej will be there with you right yeah so. oh she's the reason i'm going she's well, dragging me along well and that's what i want to get back to with ej was she was visibly offended that we called it LARPing. Uh, oh. And she's like, that is not LARPing. So are you it's, a LARPer, EJ? It, a closet LARPer? Uh, oh, she doesn't oh, have... Oh, just say, talk it loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't think it's LARPing. LARPing is like action role play. Okay, so she's... She's saying that they're not uh, LARPing, they're reenacting. Because LARPing is live action role playing. Yeah. So, in a sense, I guess role play right. though, like you're pretending to be something you're not, right? right? And so it's live action. It's live action. So they did. They called themselves. I I would call them. Yeah, when we went when we went out on the battlefield and talked to them, they basically <laughs> said we're basically larpers. So right. Um. Yeah, and they and that's the thing. Part of the the live action role play is they have the rules. Like you can't go out of character. Right. Right. Well, it's the same thing with these reenactments. They can't really go out of character. Like they have people that like will throw you out if you're not live action role playing. So, and we've talked about it. I think every time we talk about LARPing, but if you want to see a great LARPing movie that with Paul Rudd in it, role (laughs) Role models, models. role (laughs) models, it's such a good movie. Yeah, I'll recommend it anytime LARPing comes up because that that movie like changed LARPing in my eyes. <laughs> LARPing to me was like, oh, it was always like uh, these like like nerds going out there and making it look really dumb for the rest of us. Like it's so much harder to like role play inside when you guys are going out there and doing that. But now I changed my mind. I think it's so cool now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's All an right. active way of getting out there and trying stuff. Ooh, yep. knock chip, a tooth out almost on, on the mic. Yes, <laughs> chip the tooth on the mic. Mm. Well, we should probably get you to the hospital. Tasted delicious. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I would. I would consider it a larping because they're dressed up like, like. Uh, yeah, they're role playing. Yeah, Vikings, and they're role playing live. And action. They have to stay in. They have to stay in yeah. their roles. Like it's not like. Yeah. Although like, I guess by that definition, then we can expand that to Civil War reenactors are also technically LARPing. I, that's, but well, I, you were there when we talked to them. They yeah. Kinda, they're like, yeah, we're basically yeah, LARPing. LARPers <laughs> that are like history, it's a bunch of history teachers right. LARPing. That's what one of the guys said. Yeah, once. exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. And that but, group is nerdy. Yes. And they wear that proudly. Oh yeah, they do. <laughs> yep. So yeah, they, they said, uh, 
they they're it's for for them i believe one of them said it's like tailgating for nerds mm-hmm. um <laughs> right man but, uh, i had yeah. so many flashbacks to like fraternity parties when <laughs> we were hanging out with those guys that was fun time that's a uh, episode 19 if you didn't hear that earlier highly yeah. recommended that episode well and the thing that's really cool is um they are coming to waynesboro my hometown or my current hometown oh yeah yeah um next week yeah uh, uh renfrew park oh so, i'm gonna miss it aren't i i think you are so uh, i'll be heading over there and um oh man we're gonna be on opposite sides of the country taking pictures of different things yeah well so reenacting is supposed to be based on historical authenticity not fantasy as larping is sure um but like you know, they brought up renfrew like yeah they're making it up uh, for Renfrew, like they do different locations, but the the one yeah. that the Civil War one was pretty legit. But at the same time, like you know, yeah, the the electric wires going right. over the middle of the battlefield, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, so more fantasy. And I mean, we saw uh, <laughs> Lincoln driving a golf cart when we were there. So yeah, in a yeah. lot of ways, that's yeah, it's kind of like historical fiction. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so. Um, and that's why we keep going right yeah (laughs) i'm really glad she's i'm really glad she's not mike today (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) we'd be getting earfuls oh (laughs) (laughs) no so that's that's fun stuff but congrats on your mba man thank you very much congrats on the baby i think yours is a greater accomplishment but they're uh, both great accomplishments accomplishments true true I just finished uh, 20 years. You're just starting 20 years. <laughs> 18. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Good luck. Time, Good luck uh, with 18. I, I'm hoping by that time, like we've reversed course and it's not 27 year olds living in their mama's basement. Oh, it so. definitely will be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. well, hopefully it's not uh, you living with him in a bunker. I know. Right. Seriously. <laughs> That's what seriously. it feels like more and more. Yeah. No, but, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, three weeks in. Yeah, it's fun. with with babies. They always people are always like, oh, it looks just like you. Like it's a newborn. Like, they all look the same. <laughs> yeah. They all look the same. True. Um, the only difference, is, like one might have hair and the other one doesn't have hair. You know, like yeah, that's that's the difference. But they all look the same. But three weeks in, he's starting to show his uh, different features. Right. And uh, and it's kind of funny. It's it's funny, but it's also kind of bad because last night we're sitting there, you know, messing around with them and. He's got these just tiny feet, but then like these long toes and they're almost like constantly like cocked, like, oh. like tense. Yeah. And, uh, between his toe and his, whatever you call this. Oh, one the first foot, toe. The yeah. first toe and the big toe. Yeah. <laughs> there's like this huge space and it's like oh. all of them out here and then his toe here. She's like, that's so weird. And I was barefoot and I was like, uh, he gets that from me and she looked and she goes, Oh my goodness! <laughs> it is exactly like yours. You're so weird, and all of a sudden, I'm less attracted to my wife, just like that. <laughs> and Look, you didn't even know. I so, I find out that the Beach Boys and the BC Boys are two yeah. different groups of people completely, and uh, your wife found out that she doesn't like your feet. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're all so, learning new things completely. New things, new things. <laughs> yeah. So he definitely has my thoughts. Mark's a good road trip. Oh, of course. And but he has my Thunder wife's fest. my wife's from the knee down, oh. knee to ankle. So we're interested to see if he starts to get more even or if he's yeah. like this weird shaped kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I fully expect him to weigh more than me by age four. Yeah. Probably will. Probably <laughs> will. So <laughs> at least by seventh grade. I definitely, 100, definitely. I was 125 pounds in seventh grade and I think that's. Uh, yeah. That's more than me. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I fully expect him to yeah. beat me up. But he's uh, probably gonna take my lunch money. Yeah, if you haven't seen pictures yet, we put them up on the on the Gontrepreneur Podcast Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah, seen and those. Shared some Absolutely. pictures there. I haven't met him. Uh, I haven't met him yet, but I don't know yeah, when he's yeah, exploring the world. Age. I think I think when you get back from your trip, um, cool. Will yeah. she'll feel comfortable putting? Oh yeah, out. he'll be a month. Yeah, and wow. I think that's when she'll feel a little more comfortable. Like, you know. Everybody was sick last wow. week in the office. Oh, so. that's true. That's true. And I specifically <laughs> want, told you to stay yeah, away. Yeah, we don't want to get him the <clears throat> get him sick quick too quick. Well, we've gone on crazy tangents, but I just realized that we've had more episodes than your son has had days on this earth. That is true. That's crazy. That is true. For a little bit longer. For a little, a little bit, longer. bit longer. He's progressing pretty quickly though. Yes. Way faster than we are. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll see if we can outlast like outdo him. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The uh, um, we'll have to switch to weeks. Yeah. Then for we got sure. him again. <laughs> for sure. Uh, one of the other cool things that one of the pictures that uh, are up on on the Gontrapin Podcast Instagram. Uh, is Carrie Blazer, Chris and Carrie Blazer from episode oh, four. Yeah. Uh, KB Cute Designs. Uh, they sent us some, uh, really, not us actually, it's Ike's first package. It said Ike oh, Garner right on the package. That's so cute. Yeah. So he got his first package and it was some really cool yeah. uh, uh, caps and swaddling uh, uh, shirts and. Um, really cool stuff, really soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put that stuff on him and yeah. he is out. It's just like, Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh, puts I gotta get baby, me some of those. Puts that baby to sleep. So thank you, Carrie. Yeah. I appreciate that. Oh, uh, and if anybody that. was worried about our resident Vagablazers, um, we had those earthquakes in yeah. Bali and that's where they were. Uh, yeah. last we were checking in on them. Um, and they're, everybody's fine. Yep. They were back in Bali yep. and they were there in Bali for both the, uh, earthquakes. Wow. Um, they both are doing good and, uh, yeah, they're All actually the safe. They're coming back to uh, stateside for a uh-huh. month or so, I think back uh, in September. So, Ooh, um, nice. we're going to check back in with them, see if yeah. we get some yeah. uh, info on everything they've been doing and, and yeah. uh, hear about those earthquakes. Yeah, I know the last one they definitely felt felt it. So had to have been quite the experience. So we'll check back in with them. But um, well, thank oh. you for coming yeah. in episode twenty seven. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, hit we, us up if you have any ideas or uh, uh, for guests or for what we could do or you want to um, hate on guest. us. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. We'll be uh, if if it turns out the Beach Boys and the Beastie Boys are actually the same band. Please let me know. Yeah, <laughs> let me know. I'll be the most shocked. Um, I listen to both, and they're not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, hey, a lot of people people change. Okay, I, know, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, we got some exciting episodes coming up. We should be back on track now mm-hmm. that uh, everything's uh, figured out with the baby and and school, and we should be able yeah. to keep rolling. And then we got some really exciting stuff coming up. Yeah, uh, that we'll be sharing over the next couple episodes. So make sure you tune in and, and uh, check out uh, GunTrippinPodcast dot com for basically everything. Exactly. So check it out. Peace be the journey. Contrippin' my wagoneer and I Contrippin' reading the road signs Contrippin' one playlist at a time Contrippin' odometers ticking My Mountain Dew and a sippin' I'm a road warrior on a mission You won't find me just sitting home wishing Cause I, I, I am gone Tripping